Welcome to the Morning After Podcast, a Freedom Center Church podcast. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the Morning After Podcast. I think this is our second or third one for the year. I can't remember. We didn't have one last week because it was MLK Day. Yeah, and since we're out of town, one of our man. pastors on the podcast is half black, we just couldn't <laughs> we couldn't do it today. Oh so um, so we, we took half a podcast. Yeah. yeah so Pastor go. Josh here with you with Pastor Carl. How are you doing this morning, <laughs> Pastor Carl? Half black as ever. <laughs> <laughs> And then Pastor Jim, how are you doing this uh, morning? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a domestic mutt. I think yeah. I have a variety of bloodlines from around I guess that means I am too then. <laughs> yeah, you're, um, you're muddier because oh. yeah, you've got some of mom's blood Bummer. in you. The Not best, much, but some. Pastor Carl looks Samoan though. I, you get it's that true. all the time. People think a you're lot. Samoan. And honestly, when I see you working out at the gym, you you just look stronger because you look like you're Samoan. <laughs> like you just look stronger. <laughs> you just look like the rock. <laughs> I'll take that. He picks yeah. up his water bottle. You're like, man, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's strong. So we got a lot to talk about today because we didn't have a podcast last week. We started a new series last week called The Nine. The Nine. And we continued it again yesterday. Um, I guess I just want to get your thoughts, Pastor Jim, on how you thought the series has gone so far. I've been surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I I think being an Assemblies of God pastor for 30 years, you know what I mean? And and this being kind of the norm, this is what we think about, talk about. This is kind of our unique perspective. It, it was so common to me, in fact, that I didn't talk much about it for years because everybody knows this stuff. Right. And but then you go, you start talking about it, and you start talking about it from a very seventh grade level with the golf clubs and the comparisons and the parables and the pictures yeah. and analogies. And man, it, the response has been ridiculous. Like I didn't know, or I didn't. Sure. I was taught just the opposite, and now I see it's been it's been really good. I'm. Yeah. It's, it's actually getting me. I wonder if we should do a. a a series on divine healing, the covenant of healing, not right. the, not the gift of healing, and yeah. things we talked about yesterday. People are like, I just, I had no idea. I think, I think we get that rep of we're a non-denominational church because we don't, we don't teach on the gifts that yeah. much. So then, when you teach on it, it's like, oh, oh yeah, no, this isn't some business of God church. You yeah, know? just yeah. kind of, kind of funny. Look, and our primary focus is to reach unreached sure. people. Yeah, you know I mean, so you, you don't necessarily do that by screaming right. in tongues. And I, and I, yeah, and that, I don't, we're not bringing out the venomous snakes and yeah. having them bite us or anything. <laughs> not like into that. membership class. Yeah, <laughs> then the tambourine. The that's Saturday. That's the tenth gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I thought yesterday was funny because you, I think you preached the entire time with a golf club in your hand. Yeah. And so I think it was JD. I can't remember who it was. Somebody with ADD was like, what's he going to do with that? Golf? Like you were just holding it the entire time. So I was like, he's not really focusing on what you're saying. He's just focusing on the golf, the golf club in your hand. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, right. Thankfully I got to hear it twice yesterday. The first time I was kind of in the same boat of like, he's going to hold that golf club. Like, is he going to hold it the whole time? The whole and, time. And, he did. and the second time I was like, he's going to hold it the whole time. So now I can actually listen to what he's going to say. So you're, you're so. waiting for the other shooter drop. Like he's got the club and now he's going to well, get second some... service. You chucked it. You threw it at one point. Well, no, it, it was, it was the guy that was being healed or not being healed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I took it and threw it. Like, <laughs> yeah. cause when you grab when you grab a right. guy by the arm and, you and pull any him of the, up. any of the kids that are getting dragged to church, second service that are sleeping in the road, they woke up definitely. Definitely when that happened. No, people the are sleeping. The kids are being dragged to church and they're sleeping in the church? You know how it is. Not my service, man. We're keeping it moving. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Carl, your, your thoughts on the series so far? Yeah, I think it's been a great uh, informative thing for yeah. people. Because Obviously, like, totally different than what you grew up Oh, with yeah, yeah. But I, I think even, you know, and Pastor Jim, you said it a second ago, the focus being on the unchurched and de-churched, there's that um i guess temptation i guess to make 
Christianity or at least limit it to a moral stance, a moral argument, you know, and to say that, hey, there's, yeah, uh, there is a part of that. That's the truth. But there's this supernatural aspect of it as well that's more than just, you know, loving people well and the gifts that's the the foundation of them and the thing that they reproduce you know Mm -hmm. but there's this this supernatural power that's also a part of that where you know hey uh i know this may sound crazy but i think the lord's telling me that you blam yeah and I, I was having a conversation in the lobby with someone, um, and it was it was so funny to kind of talk about it that way. Where I just I feel like that's the thing, you know, maybe not the major or only, but you know, one of the primary ways that God brings salvation to people and God brings encouragement through the body sure. is yeah through the gifts, right. you know. Right. And I love that you bring up. I think it was not this past Sunday, the Sunday before, but how some people are probably operating in them and they have no idea yeah. that they're even, because right. they haven't been taught. Right. You know? They call it intuition or right. luck or right. some other right. know, Eastern thought. Yeah, right. Definitely. Or, man, what a coincidence that I prayed for them and they got healed. Yeah. That was nuts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Pastor Carl, because you've told this story a thousand times, but the first time you walk into the church, someone says they have a prophetic word from the Lord, and you walk out and say, everybody in that room's going to hell. Yeah. I wasn't why, judgmental at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but why like why the hell part? Like, why, why was it like everybody in this room is going to hell? hell like they obviously i don't assume they sure, taught that in the sure. church that you went to but um <laughs> is it just more like uh they're crazy and they're lying like is that you know i don't think uh people so okay so i'm on twitter i, I enjoy twitter because i yep, get information from twitter there's, there's deliverance at the altar yeah <laughs> no twitter's the best yeah it, it really it, is yeah. it's low-key and i get balanced and f- news and only the people that you like are on Twitter. yeah <laughs> <laughs> for some reason the angry people can't find it right i don't know right why. but it's fun you know i i'd started following this semi well-known pastor and he's reformed you know but i'm yeah. i'm looking at like um and and i you can agree or disagree with this whatever but you know it it was kind of this manifesto of beliefs if you can put such a thing in 280 characters for them but it was all of this stuff for the church and it was about women in ministry and homosexuality and you know blah 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 and I'm kind of looking at this and you know the whole New York thing happened and he's completely silent there's nothing Mm. and I I think there's this I don't think people understand how the you know people understand how the charismatic extreme works because that's the circles we run in and we're like oh my gosh you know i don't think people understand how the reform extreme Extreme. works yeah because that's not the circle that people here generally run in but sure it has been in my past and that's really it it's the 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 church is xyz and if you don't fall under XYZ, heretic. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and nothing excites the Pharisees like a good right. stoning. Yeah, and you know, there's we, a we found great, fault in somebody. We, you know, I, I I knew people in college that had a great hostility towards charismatics. Mm-hmm. I mean, professors in class right. openly mocking and making fun of Pentecostal people. You know, so it, it's like I don't I don't think people in our circles here generally understand what that level of extremism is with that. So I think coming into an environment like this and I hear, I have a word from the Lord and I'm like, (laughs) Oh my, you don't No, you don't No, you don't. And, and people get stoned for that in the old Testament. So shut your mouth like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just me personally as like, if I, if I'm a non-believer, like, if I'm going to believe that it's real, that Christianity is real, I want the one with all the power that comes with it, not the, this used to happen, but it doesn't anymore. You know, like one just yeah. sounds a lot more exciting to me than the other one. Maybe that's yeah. my background in the fact that I've grown up in that. I think, well, I think you come back to that thing we talked about, where if the Bible says that we're to experience something, we'll say as a, a 10, yeah. but all I experience is a five. I have to make a decision. Do I, do I lower the theology of scripture sure. to my five so that I'm okay? Or do I raise, or do I just admit there's a, there's a good number, there's a good distance between where I live and where I'm yeah. supposed to be living. Right. And again, not morality. This is, we're talking about something completely different. And morality, not only do I have control over it, I can control others with it. But when you get to that, what's between my morality and God's power, I have no control. I can pray as sincerely as I know how to pray and nothing happened. Yeah. Or I could, I could just throw a little, you know, God, if you could just heal this guy. And all of a sudden the guy gets up and runs around the room. Like it's, God's completely in control. And I don't think we're really comfortable with I think we're very comfortable with the Savior side of Jesus. We're not really as comfortable with the Lord side oh, of yeah. Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I, that sounds I think, like a series in its own. Yeah. <laughs> but I think then you, you get, you know, so which one do I do I prefer? It's sure. it's pretty simple. Which one do I want? It's pretty simple. Which one am I in control? But you look at, you know, Jesus and the issues he had with people, you know it's not yelling at people caught in the act of adultery. He's he's giving mercy to people that are repentant. But he's giving really a, a stern I, you know i mean you whitewashed tombs filled with dead men's bones was yeah. was the 1ad version of your mama you know what i mean this, <laughs> this is not a light rebuke this is everything unclean you is and pointing at them and they were the religious people that refused to live by any measure of faith it was our rules as we've defined right. them for our community yeah we're in control and we are lord really is what yeah. it comes down sure. to so it is safer and i i think everybody for being honest this isn't just oh look at these reformed people with cessation beliefs i i think it's the other i, I think you go i think the reason for the excesses in the charismatic movement are the same root yeah because i'm right. in control it's just it's just like politics like you've got your left and your right and all we hear is the crazies when in reality most of us are inside yeah. of those crazies yeah. right yeah. Yeah. so you think you hear crazy opinions in the reformed world and you're like oh everybody in the reformed church believes that right. it's just not true right or or even like with muslims it's like they're all radical muslims that want to kill americans and it couldn't be farther from the truth yeah it's just so uh saying all christians have a white hood and and uh, burn crosses right, right. There, there's a certain percentage of people that would yeah burn or we're all the, the westboro baptist church it's just yeah. not true it's just not true yeah it's, yeah, I, I think I think the challenge, you know, I, I, my Arkansas theologian friend who said, "For every mile of road, there's two miles of ditch." Yeah. Just, just stay out of the ditch and <laughs> and keep moving forward. And I and I think that I that's that. I think it's hard. 
I, th- I think staying out of the ditch is easy. Moving forward and staying out of the ditch requires a little sure. bit of balance and study and growth. And yeah. in our busy society, where do we make time? In our in our self conscious society, where do we take a risk of being wrong? In our in our morality centered churches, where do we take the risk of error? You know what I mean? Like we we've created the wrong environment to grow in the gifts. You know, right? I, and I. There's reasons for that because there is one guy that wants to scream in the middle of service if there's any lull. So we'd like next song, hurry up, no no lulls because that guy right. will scream or you know yeah that kind of stuff. So sure. instead of just correcting that guy saying don't scream, they're gonna scream go somewhere else. You know yeah so. yeah. I, that's a really great point. I think when you said we've we've uh, created the wrong environments to learn to do the gifts, you know, to foster that. Yeah, you know, I I think there's that kind of again extreme feeling of you know and I'm not going to name names but whatever you know the the these people who operate in the giftings a certain way or have a certain viewpoint whether that's prosperity gospel stuff yeah. or whatever right. that may be faith, and yeah. <laughs> and people kind of look at that and go oh that's the you know that is the gifts and it's like yeah. oh sweetheart no right. you know like that's yeah <laughs> you know there's a there's opportunities that you know we have you know daily i think to be able to walk alongside you know pastor pat for me was one of those people that you know really helped foster you know i believe that one of the gifts that i have is you know words of knowledge and and wisdom and he's one of those ones that really helped kind of foster and develop that and i don't right. even know that he knows it yeah. you know yeah. like that's uh, <laughs> well that's that, I don't that know phrase does, we used you know? maybe 10 years ago quite a bit around here is, is pastor pat is supernaturally natural right and he's naturally supernatural mm-hmm. yeah so he doesn't need an environment and, a, and bright lights and just the right music and everybody right. listening to him he he just walking down the road and goes hey you ever thought about it? you're like wow yeah 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 <laughs> no, yeah you no, see him every sunday that? he's just got somebody pulled off to the side and he's talking yeah. to him and right. i'm just like yeah. that person's getting their world rocked right, right. now right. <laughs> and that person could have come to him with a great need or or he could have felt led to go to that person to say, "Hey, I you know, yeah. feel like you should think about this." Right. Well, and and again, I love the fact that the guy's like a professor, but he comes at me with a coloring section in the back and connect the dots up yeah. front. And there's pictures <laughs> in the menu. Like he doesn't come at me with and the hermeneutics of living historiography. On the yeah, right. it's not even fair. You know, he yeah. bikes like 30 miles a day in the summertime. And yep. He can eat anything. I've never biked 30 yeah. miles combined <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I have, but my, my bike didn't say it, it's a triumph down yeah. the side. <laughs> he looks like he's 50, and there's no way he's even close to 50. No. So he, he's for those of you that don't, if you're listening to this right? and you don't know who he is, he looks like uh, Uncle Rico from Napoleon <laughs> Like They look like the exact yeah. same person. He's like the white super fly. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You so, know, you know, I, I give him a fifty percent raise every year since he's been here. Yeah. So he's paid, I, I have tried to pay that man just because all the work he does around here. And he's like, nope, no, Jesus, yeah. Jesus takes care of me. Right. And can I just say that I think that's neat too, because if somebody's used mightily in the gifts, but then you go, okay, there's these other extremes. You go, okay, it's neat that you have the gift, but the gift almost—it's almost like it, it empowers. It, I'm sorry. In in the worst circumstances, I have these gifts. It empowers me then to behave in a way either without character without scruples, without accountability, without, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I said yesterday. If you're going to pursue the gifts, the first, the first way you should pursue is love because from that love, now you can prophesy or blow it completely, but the person's going to receive love because you, you, you tried because you love them and right. you're going to feel that love more than you're going to feel 
a failed prophecy. But if I stand up on the platform and it's like, you know, I want the music just right, everybody's silence and just, you know, okay, there's someone here with a vowel in their name. You're a mammal. You're, you're, you're involved in a, a relationship with another human being. Who yeah. am I talking to? Okay, you, you, you need to give the church a thousand dollars. Like that. Right. I've literally seen things that, I mean, I'm not exaggerating by much. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're using God's power to advance an agenda. Sure. But you see, you see Pastor Pat, who's retired. Don't pay me. Don't put me on the platform. Um, don't put my name in the bulletin. We did anyway. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't don't make me the, the the staff scholar. Like just just let me move in and out. Like as the wind blows, I want right. to be there. You know? Right. So let me ask you this, Pastor Carl, because I'm still on this whole the whole Reformed Church. I haven't moved past <laughs> that yet. Um, like when you're sick and someone that has those thoughts says, I'll, "I'm going to pray for you." What are they expecting that to happen? If they, they don't believe, they in... are expecting healing. Okay. They just they don't. There's not that, and I think that's the common, you know, mistake or whatever with cessationists is they don't deny that God is super power, is super powerful, <laughs> <laughs> supernatural, you know, and and things like healing. You know, if I'm going to pray for a friend that has cancer, the expectation is that God would intervene in some way, you mm-hmm. know. But I think things like, you know, tongues and prophecy, okay. you know, I, I think those giftings that are more um, uh, charismatic, yeah. you know, would, would be the ones that they would Got say, it. yeah, those don't, those aren't for today, okay. you know. So maybe the things that are a little bit harder to like understand, they yeah you know the the things that are more for that they would view as establishing the church as bringing God's word to earth yeah you know they would say now that we have the word we don't necessarily need those things anymore you know we have we have what the prophets have said right so we don't need prophets or prophecy anymore right and I and I would say that I I think one of the issues that I personally take and I think they would too is you know you're not going to get a prophetic word that goes against the Bible. Right. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Like right. that's just not, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And so that's where it's important for, I think people to understand what the Bible says and what the Bible is, because if somebody brings you a prophetic word or somebody interprets tongues or, so, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. And it's like, uh, you know, the Lord said to kill them. Okay, we're going to yeah. challenge that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't go to Levit- Levit- Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did say that. Yeah. Go to Matthew quick. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for bringing clarification. There, oh, yeah, I yeah. Just, well, I think, and I, I think it's exactly what you said. There's, you hear generally from the extreme right or the extreme left yeah. of one side. And, you know, I, there's a lot of people that are sure. friends of mine to this day from college that, you know, they don't, they may not agree with me, but they don't think I'm going to burn in hell for believing yeah. that. Do you think part you know, of that is just because there's a relationship there already? Like they know you? Uh, yes and no. Okay. But I think part of it too is it's not, they're not extreme right or extreme yeah. left. Right. You know if what you, I mean? If you wrote an article though that was published that said, you know, why I left the cessationist movement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, now you are drawing a line. Us and oh, them, I've had, I'm I've, better. Yeah, uh, I've had words. friends that after sharing a sermon or yeah. sharing my views, that's obviously different from college. I've had friends contact me privately and just yeah. be like, hey, like, 
what about blah, 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 or yeah. what, you know, why do you, or how does scripture, whatever, like yeah. is what you're doing. You know, I remember when you blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I mean, my beliefs have evolved and, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not something that I've, it's a, not something about being taught necessarily right. or regurgitated anymore this has been something that as i've studied on my own with the tools that i was given in the same environment yeah. that everybody else got, yeah. you know like yeah. that's so gotcha. yeah. well, i think you're just always fighting for that unity of the spirit i don't yeah. know that we're gonna have sure. like unity of doctrine because right. I, sure if you look at things like end times you got tim LaHaye, you got you know um yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. so many of them so right the best we can hope for and the thing we're commanded towards is unity of the spirit. Yeah. So in the spirit, I just say, man, I, I embrace our reformed brothers. I embrace yeah, right. Absolutely. Anybody born again is my brother, my absolutely. sister. I have no issues. The main thing is the main thing. The main Everything thing else. Yeah. Right. And I, right. I think that's where we, if all we have is doctrine, then it has to be pure because this is my worship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if all I, all we have is the doctrine and, and the spirit, then, and the commandment of doctrine is is the unity of the spirit. And I can't be in unity of spirit with someone that doesn't say Jesus is Lord. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But anybody that does, and I and I, I know what they mean when they say that, man, there's there's unity there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or there has to be. And it's on me, you know, as far as it depends on you, you know, yep. get peace with all men. So as we're talking about this the last couple of weeks, I, I think I spent half the time saying, Now listen, this is not criticism and we're not better than anybody else. And we're not and now let me just say the one thing I was gonna say that takes a tenth of the time of right. you know, the preamble to it because yeah. I don't want people leaving saying, Well, he says that our church is sure. better than your no. church, but especially people, in our community. I don't think people it came do, across like that. No, I don't think it came across that way either. But people do feel that. People feel do like, feel like, Oh, I I don't speak in tongues. I'm not as good as or I don't prophesy. I'm not yeah. I even, don't have that wisdom. That, I threw in there, like, listen, if you know if Billy Graham lived a lifetime of leading millions right. to Christ without right. this, let's not let's not make it something that separates us. And I don't. I, yeah. I, I've heard both ways. I've heard charismatics right. say, "No, he did." It's like, okay, I, I I read his doctrine on some of the issues that we're dealing with. And yeah. I believe the gifts of the Spirit were for, for today, but but you know, finishing that sentence, it was like, but they they probably won't happen. And other than like really extreme, if you're in Swaziland and you come across this unreached tribe that, yeah, yeah. Give, it, give it a rip, skip me and see what happens, you know. <laughs> right. so, but it wasn't like a normative, right. anything to be pursued. And yes, I, I, I have no problem with that. Just keep preaching the stadiums and getting millions of people saved. Like, oh, we'll, we'll hash it all yep. out when we get to heaven, you right. know. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a couple minutes left okay. to talk about next week. Um, before we get there, I, I just, I tweeted something funny because... Uh, <laughs> On Wednesday, it's supposed to be uh, with Windchill, oh, yeah. negative yeah. 50 here. Yeah, crazy. And I'm right. actually, my wife and my son and I are going to Florida on Saturday. And it's supposed yeah. to be 80. So actually, it's going to be 130 degrees warmer <laughs> on Saturday <laughs> than it is on Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Which is crazy because I've never been somewhere where it's 130 degrees before. So that's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to feel really warm and awesome. awesome. So we picked a good time to go to we Florida. We did that. We were in Arizona and it was 70. Uh, when we got on the plane, it was yeah. 30 below when we got off the plane. Yep. It, yeah. it, it, to go the different. opposite direction, I've never experienced, but oh to come back gosh. to Flint, Michigan at 30 below right. for, with a car that's been frozen. I mean, the yeah. oil is solid by then. You know, sure. It was awful. It was so cold that when they brought the gangway out to the pneumatics and it wouldn't work. It had wow. frozen up, so they had to get another way to get us off the plane. Yeah, It's it incredible that like awful. people in the 1800s lived here. Like, yeah. how? How did you not freeze to death every winter? Yeah, I don't understand. Did. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. But like, but some of them had to live. Or, like, or even, like, way back in the day, like, the Native Americans. Like, how? How? Yeah. I don't understand. But Well, see, there's depressing. global warming. Yeah. And that's the... <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to get on that topic because <laughs> it's not going to go well. I'm, I'm not making eye contact with my dad. Uh, so, is, anyways, this is actually evidence of global warming. Yeah, yeah I'm not cold. making right. eye contact yeah. with me either. So, uh, so let's let's talk about next week. We're yeah, going to so conclude we're, we're the, wrap series. Up the series. Yeah, we, what we've been trying to do is kind of add the gifts plus a thought. Yep. So this week was you know three of the gifts plus the thought of love. So we're going to wrap it all up this week, and uh, we have. Uh, what is it? We've got tongues, interpretation, prophecy, and a fourth one that doesn't come to mind right now. I thought the, that the was last it. four. Okay. So well, we did two, three. That's five. Okay. So we have four this week. For some week. reason, I thought we did three. Yeah. So oh, discerning of spirits. Yeah. So we'll we'll give examples of those biblically, and then and then you know more modern examples of those. We're gonna have to move pretty quickly. And yep. I think we have a baby dedication, and Haiti teams are going, and so yeah. I mean it's it's gonna be one of those. That it's, I have to figure out how to do it in 30 minutes. I didn't right. think it was 42 minutes 42. last week. 42. 42 yeah, was so yesterday. Got to figure out how to do it much faster. But the problem is I'm trying to make it so accessible. And the only way to do that that I know of is through stories. Yeah. So, and golf clubs. Carrying a golf club with me and running <laughs> people a lot. So, you so just got to threaten to, like, hit somebody with it. And then I think yeah. they'll stay, everybody will be watching you the whole time. Like, so yeah, my, my thought is, is to, to really wrap this up well, there's got to be a couple things that need to happen. We'll talk about that on Sunday, but but we're going to finish the four. And I, I think there is, if there's any gifts that have the most confusion around them, it would be tongues mm. and yeah. interpretation because of the congregational Definitely. setting right. and because of the initial physical evidence. So next two, they, they speak in tongues is understood by people that were there, but no other time in the Bible when they're speaking in tongues is anybody, are there people from all over the world that understand them? So there's some right. confusion where people say, well, if you speak in tongues, there needs to be somebody from Egypt there to, to understand that language, which isn't isn't biblically accurate. Um, and then the Assemblies of God, the reason they came up with this is one of their 16 tenets. There's a story behind that. Um, and, and I think, to be honest with you, it, it's like taking any one club uh, your golf bag and saying this is the real club this is the important club this is the club you got to right you got you to swing this club every day every day and if you don't swing this club every day you're not being edified you're not edifying the church you're not this is so we made this one club out of the nine the most sacred club in the bag right. and i yeah i right. think i think the the caddy has made it and the coach the father's teaching us to golf has made it clear there's actually much greater gifts to pursue than this one this is yeah. great for initial physical evidence this is great if, it, if it's combined with other things and i'm not by any means you know, uh, disparaging the gift of tongues. I just think, like, if we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, that's the one everybody thinks of, and it, yeah. and it isn't. It just, right. it's, it's made clear that's in Scripture that if an unbeliever or a skeptic comes in and you're all exercising this gift, you'll think you're out of your mind. So yeah. people get upset because, well, you know, we shouldn't be a seeker-sensitive church. We should be a Spirit-sensitive church. It's like, no, no, the Spirit led Paul to say, be sensitive to seekers that are in your midst. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting... I think if there's anyone that's going to cause controversy inside our house this one might be the one so if you're easily offended get ready because you're going to enjoy this sunday yeah you know i'm going to be two thousand miles away (laughs) (laughs) watching on the internet weather i'm going to be watching on the internet where nobody angry nobody ever says anything angry i'll be there and ready to deal with the offended people yeah (laughs) well i won't try to offend but again in order not to offend it takes time to state your case i don't have time this sunday i have four gifts so more than any other other weeks and we've got other things crowding into that teaching time where we get out of here yeah. like Monday afternoon. Right. So, and I got a plane to catch Sunday night to join you in Florida. So Yeah. And it's a Super Bowl on Sunday. And it's, yeah. Jeez. We are up yep. against so many factors. It's going to be awesome. So that just means that anybody that, that leaves offended, they'll forget about it by 6 30 because right. they'll be watching. And all the Eagles fans so. won't even be there. They're still morning. So <laughs> somebody asked me, hey, what are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? I said, morning. 
<laughs> no, it's that evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this would, this would be good, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. just have to find a way to make what should take me an hour in a classroom setting to teach to get it done in a sermon setting, which takes longer. Yeah, uh, to do it in half that time. So that's, right. that's that's my assignment. That's my challenge. We're playing for twenty and make it thirty. Yeah, yeah. I, I we'll see. I mean, it really it has to be. Yeah, because we just you know. I, if you just talk as fast as Pastor JD, you'll get it done in half an hour. <laughs> oh, so. You know, the faster I'm when I talk fast, it's evidence that I I'm feeling rushed. And when I'm rushed, it actually takes me longer to say oh, something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Never mind. Don't do that. Yeah, no. I, I have to. I have to have a well thought out punchline type. You know, with with a brief explanation that makes sense, or everybody nods their well, head. It's here's, I mean, speaking from someone that I think sought clarity and still continues to on this for a long time, having not grown up in it, I think you should just take the time that you need to get the point across yeah. because it's it's important. You know, right, it's, yeah. if if it clears up misconceptions or brings yeah. clarity or or even helps me operate in a gifting that I'm yeah right. that I didn't know that I had you the last know thing you mean? want to do is rush and then bring confusion yeah you know, absolutely. like just yeah, uh, no. I'm I'm okay like, with sitting an extra <laughs> 10 12 I forgot minutes. about this I gotta I gotta bring this up but yesterday second service you sounded like you were smuggling drugs into Mexico oh when gosh. you were talking. Faye, about. Said the, Faye said the same thing, uh, and I totally didn't catch no. that. Yeah, no. I was like, I and I still don't know what you were talking about. You were, yeah, we were taking we were taking things into another country <laughs> illegally. Yep, they were they were not they were not drugs. Okay. It, was, it was things that I'm pretty sure half of the well, congregation thought you were taking Faye, drugs Faye into Mexico me during the message. I was like, does he realize he? Kind of sounds like he's talking about drugs or kids or <laughs> oh, what's yeah. happening. Where, where do you think this building came from? I'm a mule yes. for the cartels. That I, there was that, and then the other one was you said, I love lists. I love organization. I do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And, and Faye no, looked, looked at mom, and she was like, what? No, okay, let me be clear. What is he talking I don't like about? bureaucracy. <laughs> but if, if we're going to go accomplish it, like we're going to go build something, or we're going to go do yeah. a task. I, I need to list. I need to see it all before we get. Like, I write a book. I don't just write a book. I write the entire skeletal framework okay. of the book, okay. and then write. So, so when we go, you know, like we're gonna. So go you on like your, trip. you like your list, but you don't like when someone else gives you a list. I don't like bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love our our chief executive director yep. of operations. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I just had to bring up those two things really fast. You I just need to mock me funny. and say goodbye. Hit and run. No. Thanks. No. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, the one I, was, I just wanted to clarify that yeah, he did yeah. not smoke. So the drugs. pastor, well, uh, t- pastor is a lying drug mule. Okay. I have told, a good day. I, told Faye, I said, I'm in the backyard smoking things and yeah, you're smuggling the stuff <laughs> in for me well, to smoke. There are certain things like <laughs> such as you cannot bring Bibles into China. They have to be smuggled in. There are certain things you cannot bring into Mexico. They have to be smuggled in. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. I don't think. Never mind. All right. You can take anything to Canada. So that just just oh, for the for the record. Sure. Thanks, yeah. Canada. <laughs> All right. Well. That was fun, guys. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being on today. For who? Uh, got, for all of us. For all of us. That was fun. So we'll see you this Sunday at 9 and 11.30. If you're going to be out of the state somewhere warm like I am, you can always catch us on live stream or on Facebook Live at 9 in the morning. It's going to be an awesome week for church. And uh, like I said, we're going to be closing out our series at 9, and we will see you guys there. Have a great week.